Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. Happy Monday morning. Welcome into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Derek, and you can find me on Twitter at pigskin underscore DRock. Week 5 recap show. Got a lot to talk about this morning. Definitely a lot to talk about. What a what an awesome week of, of, of football action in week 5. Definitely some, uh, some intriguing results. And uh, we're looking to dive into all of it, man. Happy to have you guys here with me this morning. Again, if, go ahead and follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media accounts. Links are in the description of the episode. Uh, don't be a chump, man. Follow the champs, okay? All right, let's jump straight into the Week 5 Rewind. some new music for you guys all right let's jump into the first game let's just talk briefly about the thursday night matchup the rams 26 seattle 17 matthew stafford 365 yards and a touchdown in this game he did have an interception but overall played pretty well man Uh, russell wilson goes out with a, a finger injury looks like he got surgery and will be out for the next couple weeks stay tuned for more News on this one. Geno Smith came in, played really, really well. 10 completions, 10 for 17, 131 yards and a touchdown. He did have an interception that really wasn't his fault at the end of the game, but nonetheless got the loss. Geno Smith looked pretty good, man. Uh, We'll see, you know, how that bodes for the rest of the offense moving forward. Daryl Henderson, 17 carries, 82 yards and a touchdown. Also got one target in in this game, 17 yards. Had a good game. Sony Michelle looked good. He had a he had a drive where he had eight straight uh, opportunities in 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 one drive. That was pretty interesting to see. Thirty seven yards and a touchdown overall for Sony Michelle. He was flex worthy in this game. Um, probably wouldn't. He turned out to be a solid start. I don't think many people actually played him because Daryl Henderson was healthy. So I don't know if you can really play him going forward. I think if he didn't get the touchdown, he would have been just meh overall so um the seattle side chris carson was the inactive in this one uh alex collins took over as a starter 15 carries 47 yards added two receptions for 25 yards he looked okay he looked okay wasn't as explosive as maybe everyone thought i mean he had a really good game last week so i mean 47 yards on 15 carries is not really going to get it done but I mean, if you needed him, he didn't absolutely kill you uh, this week. 9.2 full PPR points. I mean, I guess I'll take that if I lost Chris Carson, you know. So uh, on the receiver side for the Rams, Robert Woods, uh, you know, we were talking about it last week, man. This seemed like the week fantasy managers were going to bench Robert Woods and then he was going to go off and... And he did, 12 tar- uh, 14 targets, 12 catches, 150 yards. Didn't get in the end zone, but 
didn't really need to, man. That volume was, was insane. Cooper Cup, 10 targets, 7 catches, 92 yards. Deshaun Jackson dropped a long uh, would-be touchdown, but he had three targets, one catch for 68 yards. So a lot of the offense went straight through the top two wide receivers here. Tyler Higby did get in the end zone, if he did, but if he didn't get in the end zone, he would have had a sub five-point fantasy outing in full PPR format. So Tyler Higby, you know, you're really just hoping for a touchdown, uh, if anything else. On the Seattle side, DK Metcalf caught all five of his targets for 98 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, 10 targets, five catches, 57 yards, didn't get into the end zone. And, I mean, outside of that, I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot to, to speak of on the passing side for Seattle. And, you know, that you're going to get that when Russell Wilson goes down. So I think this offense is going to funnel through DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and pretty much no one else unless Chris Carson can come back healthy. But we will see. All right, move on to the next matchup. The Sunday morning uh, London game, the Atlanta Falcons getting a 27-20 victory over the New York Jets. Matt Ryan, 342 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Zach Wilson, 192 yards and an interception. So definitely could see the gap in ability here in this one. And, you know, Zach Wilson made, you know, some questionable throws, man. He made some pretty late decisions and overall didn't put his team in a good enough position to win the game. The giant, the Jets dropped to one and four, uh, on the running back side, Mike Davis, 13 carries, 53 yards and a touchdown. Pretty uninspiring even though he did get the touchdown, only 11 full PPR fantasy points, did have two five targets and two catches, but only eight yards receiving, so not really excited about Mike Davis moving forward. Michael Carter on the Jets side, 10 carries, 38 yards and a touchdown, caught all three of his targets for 20 yards. Solid performance by a by the rookie running back. Um, you know, Ty Johnson, four carries, 12 yards and a touchdown. But Michael Carter seems to be the guy that's getting all the volume. He's got 10 carries, Ty Johnson 4 carries, Tevin Coleman 3 carries. So Michael Carter is a guy that I want in this offense. Going to the receiving side, Cordero Patterson, 14 carries, 54 yards, 9 targets, 7 catches for 60 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but he was super involved in the run game and in the pass game. So Cordero Patterson is a must-start moving forward um, pretty much despite the matchup. It doesn't really matter at this point. Uh, without Calvin Ridley, Tajay Sharp gets in there, five targets, four catches for 53 yards. But the big, on the, and then on the Jets side, Corey Davis, seven targets, four catches, 45 yards. Jameson Crowder, minimal day, uh, six targets, four catches, 24 yards. Not really much to show there. Denzel Mims had three targets, two catches for 33 yards. I just want to say this. Um, on the record, I think Denzel Mims is going to be a guy. I tweeted this out over the weekend. I think Denzel Mims is going to be a guy that I'm going to be targeting in dynasty formats in the offseason. I think he's a good buy low right now. He looked solid on the targets he did get. So, I mean, I think this offense could take a step forward next year. So, if you're looking to just make a dynasty trade right now, I think Denzel Mims is a good target. You probably get him really cheap. So, uh, moving back to the tight end position on the Falcon side, this was the main story of the game. Kyle Pitts with his breakout game, 10 targets, nine catches, 119 yards and a touchdown. The Jets had no answer for Kyle Pitts. He looked like he did in college, man. This was a game where he definitely broke out and he looked awesome. So, um, yeah, gotta love that game by Kyle Pitts and I'm excited for him moving forward. All right. Next game, we got the Philadelphia Eagles getting the 21 to 18 victory over the Carolina Panthers. Jalen Hurts had like five fantasy points up until like the fourth quarter, and it was rough. 198 yards 
an interception, nine carries, 30 yards, and two touchdowns. That's what saved his day right there. He got 12 of his 22 fantasy points from rushing touchdowns. So he would have had 10 points if he didn't get those. But that's the floor that he gives you week to week. So, I mean, you, you have to be excited to start Jalen Hurts moving forward. Um, you know, the problem is that, uh, you know, he could have these bad these bad games where it's not pretty through the air and he doesn't get, you know, much rushing production, but that rushing production more times than not is going to save you. So, um, Sam Darnold, 177 yards and a touchdown, three picks in this one. Uh, yeah, not very good. Two carries for 10 yards. So he didn't provide that rushing floor. Sam Darnold's going to be inconsistent like this. I believe this was a good defense that they played and, uh, yeah, there'll be better days for Sam Darnold, but, uh, Carolina definitely, you know, lost a tough game here. So, um, on the running back side, Miles Sanders, 11 carries, 45 yards, caught all five of his targets for six yards, six yards, man. That is, that's, that is insane. That is insane. Five receptions for six yards, 11 carries overall led the team in carries. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, two carries, 16 yards, caught one of his three targets for eight yards. We'll talk about Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell in a little bit, but, uh, no. Um, I guess I'm just going to ask myself, since I'm the only one in the room, uh, Kenneth Gainwell, drop or keep. I'm going to be keeping him. I know that this 3.4 full fa- full PPR fantasy day is not ideal, but uh, the, you know he has he has gains with solid production, man. If you look back, you know he has a 20 point game and a 12 point game. He has games with uh, more than four targets. He has two games with four, more than four targets, three games with three targets. I mean, it's 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 rough, but I mean, you know, he's he's involved in this offense, and I don't think you can even afford to drop any running backs at this point. And we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the Buccaneers side as well. Running backs are just so hard to come by, and you're really just looking for any injury to get the next starter into your lineup. So, um, I would be keeping Kenneth Gainwell despite this poor performance. On the Panthers side, Chuba Hubbard, 24 carries, 101 yards, caught five of six targets for 33 yards. This looked like a CMC light kind of game where he was involved in both the run and the pass game. 24 carries for him, only three carries for Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman had two yards on three carries, man. Royce Freeman is not involved at all. Nothing more than a uh, emergency um, an emergency backup to Chuba Hubbard. And then when CMC comes back, Royce Freeman will just be off the face of the planet, so don't worry about him. Um, the receiver side on the Eagle for the Eagles, Devonta Smith caught seven of eight targets, seventy-seven yards. He did have a two-point conversion; he converted, but also with a fumble. Um, you know, only thirteen point seven full full PPR points. Not a great day, but the Eagles' offense overall struggled. So, and they went up against a good defense. So, not really a whole lot to take away from this one. Um, Quest Watkins three three catches, forty-eight yards. Jalen Rager, three catches, 24 yards. Uh, on the other side, Robbie Anderson, two catches, 30 yards. Like, you can see the trend here, man. Just it was the top two receivers in the run game for this one, and not much else to speak of. Tommy Tremble for the Panthers did get in the end zone, uh, two catches, 12 yards, and a touchdown. His day was saved by touchdowns, man. And that's what really tight end is. If you can get 10 points from your tight end, that's, that's a win in my book. So um neither of the eagles tight ends were useful at all two catches 28 yards for dallas goddard one catch for seven yards for zach Ertz. can't really rely on either one of them all right moving on the green bay packers 
25, Cincinnati, 22. Somebody finally won this game. Somebody finally kicked a field goal to win this game in overtime. This was a crazy back-and-forth game. There could have been... Cincinnati had their chance to win this game, man. They really did. They really did. And they were inches away from pulling off this win. But nonetheless, they lose three points to the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, 344 yards and two touchdowns. Did have an interception. Joe Burrow, 281 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Did have three carries for 11 yards. Left uh, the stadium after the game to go to the hospital for a possible throat contusion. Apparently, he was having trouble talking on the sidelines which is very concerning but um i guess he said to multiple people that he should be fine and ready to roll just keep an eye on that injury um see if it affects him at all because quarterback a large part of the quarterback's job is to to communicate and call plays to the offense so we'll see we will see all right running back side uh, aj Dillon, eight carries 30 30 yards did have a receiving touchdown, four care, four catches for 49 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones, 14 carries, 103 yards. Did not score a touchdown, but the volume kept him with kept him close to AJ Dillon. They both had respectable fantasy days. On the other side, Joe Mixon limited in this one, like we talked about um, on the start sit uh, threads on social media this weekend. Joe Mixon, we expected to be active but limited in this role. And you can see it. It was pretty much an even split um, for P. Ryan, for Samaje P. Ryan, except for the receiving work. So um, P. Ryan, 11 carries, 59 yards, four catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Mixon did get into the end zone, which kind of saved his day. So 10 carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown, but was not involved in the, in the receiving game at all. One target, one catch for two yards. So, um, you know, until Mixon is healthy, I expect P. Ryan to be pretty much pretty involved in this offense. Receiving side on the Packers, Devontae Adams continues to do Devontae Adams' thing. 16 targets, 11 catches, 206 yards, and a touchdown. 37.6 full PPR points. Devontae Adams absolutely crushed this week. And against a, a, a pretty good matchup, kind of saw it coming, but it looked it looked just like it always does for Devontae Adams. So no worries on his side. Uh, the Bengals side, Jamar Chase, 10 targets, six catches, 159 yards and a touchdown. This guy had, I believe a 70 yard touchdown, 70 yards. Um, Jamar Chase is a real deal, man. He is a real deal. Uh, T Higgins, seven targets, five catches, 32 yards, no touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, four catches, 24 yards. That's really it for the receiving options in on both sides of the ball, man. I mean, a lot of this was Devonte Adams getting 16 of 39 targets available targets. So, uh, Devonte Adams is, you know, I don't, you don't need me to tell you that he's elite, but, um, those are the only options in this game worth talking about on the tight end side, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis led the Packers tight ends in receptions. <laughs> uh, they both had two targets, him and Robert Tanya both had two targets, but Mercedes Lewis, 34 receiving yards, Tanya eight receiving yards. I think Tanya's a drop. Um, you know, drop or keep asking myself again, uh, Robert Tanyan is a drop to me, which sucks because he was my guy last year, man. I rode him to, um, you know, championship berth in my main league and love the guy coming into this season. But, uh, yeah, man, he's just, he's not getting enough volume. He is not getting, I mean, he's failed to score. He scored more than three fantasy points one time. And that one time he had 
in that one game that he scored more than three fantasy points, he had three targets. Three targets. The one game he did have seven targets. He only had two catches for eight yards. So yeah, Robert Tunyon is a, is a drop candidate. Is a, is a drop for me. I'm not even willing to stream him in plus matchups. CJ Uzuma coming off that career uh, that breakout game last week. Two catches on two targets, sixteen yards. Nothing. Um. Yeah, yeah, nothing here. Nothing to see here on the tight end side for the. Bengals, I'm not willing to pick up or stash C.J. Uzuma. The Pats, 25. The Patriots, 25. Houston, 22. Davis Mills, man. Davis, I'm not going to talk about Mac Jones. Mac Jones played okay. He played okay. He managed the game pretty well. But I'm going to talk about Davis Mills. 312 yards, three touchdowns. Played his butt off, man. Played really, really well against a Bill Belichick defense. And, you know, what do we all, what do we always say? Death taxes and Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, right? Well, not so fast, man. Davis Mills had himself a day. He didn't get the win, but 312 yards and three touchdowns, no picks, no fumbles, no turnovers. This offense played pretty well, man. And uh, it was it was really interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Uh, the rushing side, Damian Harris, 14 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Did have a fumble. He is. He did get hurt. I think he hurt his shoulder, but we'll talk more about that on the fantasy triage that comes out tomorrow uh, with the waiver show. So we'll get some more information and talk to you guys about that stuff tomorrow. See if we need to pick up any of these Patriot running backs. But a lot of, you know, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, 11 carries for 23 yards. So he was very ineffective in this game. Brandon Bolden, four targets, four catches for six yards. So without Damian Harris, I don't really think there's a whole lot of upside for this running back room. On the Texans side, David Johnson uh, led the team in fantasy points at the running back position. Five receptions for 46 yards, two carries for five yards. Mark Ingram, 16 carries for 41 yards. So largely ineffective this group but uh you at least got 10 points from david johnson if you were desperate enough to start him on the receiving side uh jacoby myers has still yet to score an nfl tu- uh, a receiving touchdown and i thought he had one in this game but it was it was close and it went to somebody else but four catches 56 yards get this man in the end zone i put out a tweet over the weekend that said uh you know jacoby myers is the list of tight ends, or the list of uh, football players. All right, this is the tweet I put out. List of players with more receiving touchdowns than Jacoby Myers since 2019. Cam Newton, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Vita Vea. Get this guy into the end zone, man. Like, come on. How how are all how are four quarterbacks and a, and a defensive tackle have more touchdowns than him? He needs to be getting to the end zone. He's a good player. He's a good player. Four catches, 56 yards in this game is pretty good. 10 points in, in full PPR leagues, but he needs that touchdown. I mean, somebody needs to get him into the end zone. Like, Mac Jones, come on, dude. Get this guy into the end zone. Uh, pretty spread out through the rest of the receiving core. Nikhil Harry, I want to talk about real fast. Just what a miss on Nikhil Harry. Two targets, one catch, nine yards. You know, that's kind of tough. All right, moving over to the... Uh, Houston Texans side, Chris Moore is the leading receiver for the uh, leading receiver for the Houston Texans. He had five targets, five catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown. 
although one of those catches was on a 67-yard touchdown, so really four catches for 40 yards. I mean, yeah, five catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown, uh, one of them being a 67-yarder, so played out of his mind, played really well. And, um, you know, I think that uh, you look at Brandon Cooks, man, five targets, three catches for 23 yards, definitely locked up. Um, yeah, matched up a lot with uh, with J.C. Jackson in, that, in the secondary. They looked to take him away, and Chris Moore was the one that ended up, you know, beating this defense. So, um, you know, I faded Brandon Cooks again, and, you know, it ended up working out. So, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks is going to see better days, but against tough matchups, he's going to be one that defenses are going to target. So uh, Hunter Henry on the – Going down to the tight ends, eight targets, six catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. John, John U. Smith, we thought, was a guy that was going to lead this tight end group. But Hunter Henry, you know, having himself a day, man. He's the tight end eight on the season. John U. Smith, the tight end 22. So Hunter Henry is probably the guy you want to manage in this situation. Um, I'm not even going to mention the tight ends for the Houston Texans because there's really nothing to talk about on that side. The Patriots defense, I just want to mention this real quick, was a team that thought that was going to smash, only put up six points against the Houston Texans. So got to love fantasy football, right? All right, Tennessee, 37, Jacksonville, 19. Tannehill, pretty, uh, you know, just this is the kind of game script that we thought was going to be against the Jets, but... It ended up being this week, Tannehill, 197 yards and one touchdown. A lot of the, almost all the production went to Derrick Henry. Um, But on the other side, Trevor Lawrence, 273 yards and a touchdown, did have seven carries, 28 yards and a touchdown. Jags fall to 0-5, man. This is tough to watch. Um, Talking about Derrick Henry real quick, 29 carries, 130 yards and three touchdowns. He just had to get that that third touchdown, didn't he? And I was playing against him in my main league. I am going to get the win in this one. I'm up by 36 points going up against the Ravens defense tonight. I'm not worried about I'm not worried about losing this matchup, but I did go up against Derrick Henry. He did make me nervous scoring that third touchdown. So 31 fantasy points for Derrick Henry. James Robinson, 18 carries, 149 yards, and a touchdown. Not involved in the receiving game. Neither one of the running backs were involved in the receiving game. Uh, a lot of the, you know, Almost all the targets went to the receivers and the tight ends in this one. Jamal Agnew uh, led the Jaguars in receiving. Six catches, 41 yards. Oh, he he was the most he led the Jaguars in fantasy points at the receiver position. Uh, 11 fantasy points for him. Uh, Tavon Austin was involved. Louis Chanel had one catch for 58 yards. Marvin Jones, one catch for 25 yards. I mean, what is going on in Jacksonville? What is going on? You can't predict what's going to happen here. So I think you need to avoid all Jags wide receivers. The only person you can confidently start is James Robinson. And then Trevor Lawrence as well. But outside of that, it's really just a crapshoot. On the Tennessee Titans side, A.J. Brown, three catches for 38 yards. Julio Jones wasn't active in this one. Uh, A.J. Brown should have smashed, man. Had seven fantasy points. So... You know, this is one of those games where you, th- you you think that he's going to get enough volume, but Derrick Henry just takes over, and that's that's the game plan. So, um, all right, moving on to the next game, we got the Lions losing a heartbreaker, seventeen to nineteen, to the Minnesota Vikings. Jared Goff, two hundred three yards and two hundred and three yards and an interception. Kirk Cousins, two seventy five and one, did have an interception as well. 
I mean, this game was was rough on both sides, man. Uh, Dalvin Cook was the help, was the uh, scratch in this game, was inactive, and Antonio Madison was the guy to play in this one, and he came through. Um, 25 carries, 113 yards, seven targets, seven catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Did have a fumble, which would have made his day a little bit, uh, you know, three points better, but uh, definitely had a solid outing. Uh, and, and Madison is a guy you can definitely trust in Dalvin Cook's absence. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 11 carries, 51 yards and a touchdown, caught all six of his targets for 53 yards, played pretty well. Jamal Williams typically is a flex option, and I think he was in this game too. 8.5 full PPR points is not it's not terrible. It's not killing you. Um, you know, we have players that are scoring worse than that, but 13 carries, 57 yards, didn't get into the end zone, and only, was only targeted two times. So, um, yeah, DeAndre Swift is the guy in this offense to – Manage, but you can definitely still flex uh, Jamal Williams. You just have to temper your expectations, man. Uh, on the receiving side, Monroe St. Brown, seven catches, 65 yards. Quintus Sivas, three catches for 38 yards. Khalif Raymond uh, was normally producing, and Justin, st- I'm, I'm going to give him crap right now. Justin started him and got zero uh, this week. Um, riding high off that 12.8 fantasy point. Finished against the Ravens and then 19.6 last week against the Chicago Bears. Maybe Justin was tra- chasing some points there a little bit, but uh, got a little zero on that one. I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna call him out, buddy. Uh, anyway, uh, on the Viking side, Justin Jefferson six catches, 124 yards. Adam Thielen two catches for 40 yards. That's pretty much it, man. Justin Jefferson is the number one target in this offense, and it's not close. Hawkinson two catches for 22 yards, no touchdowns. Only three targets. Um, and then Tyler Conklin with two catches for 25 yards. Again, no touchdowns. So they're pretty, you know, almost sim- the exact same stat line for those tight ends. So, uh, yeah, nothing really to see here. Hawkinson, I'm a little worried, man. I'm starting to get a little worried. Um, can't drop him, but I'm a little worried. All right, Pittsburgh winning 27-19 to over the Denver Broncos. Ben Roethlisberger looked serviceable in this game. 253 yards and two touchdowns. He did have the fumble. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 288-2 and two with an interception. Teddy Bridgewater played okay, man, coming off that concussion from last week. Uh, but, you know, he was a stream streamable candidate against the Steelers. But this is this stat line's pretty much right. Like getting just under 20 fantasy points as a streaming quarterback, if you're desperate enough to have to play Teddy Bridgewater, I think you're happy with that performance right there. Uh, running back side, um... You know, the, the Broncos continue to have a straight 50-50 split between uh, Javonta Williams and Melvin Gordon. Eight carries for Javonta Williams, nine carries for Melvin Gordon, three targets for Javonta Williams, two targets for Melvin Gordon. Javonta Williams a little bit more productive, though, 61 yards rushing, 25 yards receiving. Melvin Gordon, 34 yards rushing and nine yards receiving. So Javonta Williams starting to, I don't know, I, I can't even tell you that he's starting to do anything to separate himself so they're just getting the same opportunity in this offense so it's really just if you have them you can start them but just realize that I don't think anybody's going to be uh pulling away in this situation this season uh on the other side Najee Harris 23 carries 122 yards and a touchdown five targets two catches for 20 yards had a solid day uh he's gonna be all volume all season long he needs volume to be pretty to be productive his offensive line is not playing they played better this week, but um, you know you're starting two rookies, so 
that's going to be hit or miss moving forward. Receiving side, Cortland Sutton, 11 targets, 7 catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Played, you know, played extremely well, man. He was a game-time decision, and, you know, he was a guy that I did mention to a lot of people that I would I need to see it. And I really wish I would t- told people to start him because 25 fantasy points is really well, really good. So, um, but, you know, he's I'm confident moving forward with Cortland Sutton in my, in my lineup. Tim Patrick, 9 targets, 7 catches, 89 yards. He is a keep for sure. He needs he's flex worthy every single week. He's just Mr. Reliable here. Um, and bye weeks coming up. He's going to be uh, super important to your roster. On the other side, Chase Claypool, uh, five catches, 130 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Deontay Johnson only had two targets, but he had 72 yards and a score. Deontay Johnson, man, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited now about him moving the rest of the season. Uh, the news about Juju Smith-Schuster with possible season-ending injury to his shoulder. We'll have more updates uh, in tomorrow's show, but uh, keep an eye on that situation. I think Claypool and, De- and Deontay Johnson are going to be smash plays every single week with that news. De- uh, Juju um, dropped his only target or didn't catch the only target he had, so hopefully he's okay and get him back into the lineup soon. Uh, nothing really to speak of on the tight end on the tight end front. Noah Fant, four targets, three catches, twenty yards, and that's pretty much it, man. Pretty much all we can talk about for the Steelers side. So um finally good to see the, the Steelers get a quality win over a quality team. So uh yeah, we'll see what they do moving forward. All right. The I really wanted to talk about to Justin about this, but he's a little he's out of town this weekend, so uh but we got the Bucks beating Miami 45 to 17, the the biggest blowout of the slate. And you love to see it, man. Um yeah. They got their ass kicked. That's for you, buddy. That's for you, Justin. Um Tom Brady, 411 yards and five touchdowns. He did have a 13-yard carry, which uh you know, that was pretty cool. That's at one point during the game, uh Tom Brady had more rushing yards than the Miami Dolphins as a team. So uh, the Bucks run defense is just elite. Jacoby Brissett, 275 and two, did have an interception and a fumble. So just didn't have enough uh, weapons in this one to make this game close. But uh, yeah, Tom Brady having a day, man. The number one fantasy player overall through five weeks. Leonard Fournette, 12 carries, 67 yards and a touchdown. Did have four catches for 43 yards. He's the lead back in this offense. I think we have clarity now. And we just know that Fournette is the guy and Ronald Jones is nothing more than a, you know, low upside back uh, handcuff. Because uh, if he gets the job, I think Giovanni, if if Leonard Fournette misses time, Ronald Jones would be the lead ball lead carrier in this offense. But I think that the overall offense would pass more. And I think Giovanni Bernard would also see an increase in snaps, uh, especially when the Bucks are looking to throw. Uh, Miles Gaskin was an easy bench for everyone um five carries 25 yards that's typical but he caught 10 passes for 74 yards and two touchdowns this the, we'll just chalk this up to bad life decisions man i mean the process was right sit miles gaskin and don't even think twice about it and we were all burned everyone well, i mean i didn't have any gaskin in any of my leagues but uh Everyone that I know that had Gaskin was burned by him this week. He was definitely on a lot of benches, so sucks to see. Um, but I guess if you really think about uh, the Bucks' defense moving forward, uh, play running backs against them 
that are pass catching running backs because that's where that's where Gaskin got all his production, man. He got caught ten of ten targets, seventy four yards and two touchdowns. You know, you can't run against this defense. So you need the pass catcher in that offense to be successful against the Bucks defense and, and Gaskin was that for this for this game. So um Ronald Jones, drop or keep. This is a tough one. I think you have to keep him, though, but you cannot start him at all. Unless there's an injury to Leonard Fournette, you can't start him. If there's an injury to Giovanni Bernard, you still can't start him. So it has to be an injury to Leonard Fournette or any sort of missed time for Leonard Fournette. That's the only time you can start Ronald Jones. He's nothing more than a space on your roster until that, unless that happens. Uh, receiver side, Jalen Waddle's the only one I want to talk about for the Dolphins. Two Catches six targets, 31 yards. He didn't score a touchdown. He didn't have a monster tar- uh, target total. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jalen Waddle was a guy that I thought you could start and didn't come through, man. The Bucks defense played pretty good today. Um, Antonio Brown on the Bucks side, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, all three of them with solid production, man. All three of them over 70 yards receiving. But the main story here is Antonio Brown, eight catch, eight targets, seven t- catches, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Had that nice long 67-yard touchdown, I believe it was. And then Mike Evans, eight targets, six catches, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. Mike Evans caught that nice deep ball down the right sideline uh, for a big touchdown. And uh, you know, they both produced. And then Chris Godwin, 11 targets, seven catches, 70 yards. Chris Godwin is the target leader in this. But the touchdowns, four touchdowns went to Mike Evans and eight uh, Antonio Brown. So the top three options came through, man. They definitely came through, especially with Rob Gronkowski out for this game. Mike Asicki is the only tight end we need to talk about here. Four, tar- four, sorry, seven targets, four catches, 43 yards. Eight fantasy points for a tight end. Not terrible, not killing you, definitely helping your roster. But, uh, you know, they were chasing points all day. You kind of expect a little bit more production from Gasicki here. But uh, respectable, respectable. All right, the next matchup, we have the New Orleans Saints winning 33-22 to over the Washington football team. Jameis Winston, 279 and four touchdowns, did have the interception and a fumble, but did complete that uh, Hail Mary pass to uh, Marquez Callaway for his first touchdown. And then Tyler, Taylor Heineke, 248 yards, two interceptions, five carries for 40 yards, the two interceptions hurt, man, and no touchdowns. Uh, but the rushing baseline right there, five carries for 40 yards, I mean, that's 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 encouraging. That's encouraging for Heineke. That's encouraging for anybody looking to start, uh, stream him moving forward. Uh, this is just the Saints defense is pretty good still. So, um, yeah, tough matchup. Taysom Hill did leave with a concussion. We'll keep an eye on that one. Alvin Kamara, 16 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Caught five of eight targets, 51 yards, and another touchdown. Alvin Kamara had his first uh, Alvin Kamara game here. Uh, he does have two other games with close to tw- right around 20 points, but this is the game that you come to expect from Alvin Kamara, uh, 29.2 full PPR points. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries, 60 yards, two touchdowns, only gets two targets in the receiving game, but definitely comes through for fantasy managers that started Antonio Gibson. J.D. McKissick, not involved. Jared Patterson, not involved at all. Moving on. The Saints, Marquez Callaway, eight targets, four catches, 85 yards, and two touchdowns. Looked pretty solid today. Came through. Uh, Deontay Harris, one catch, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Outside of that, nothing in the receiving game. This this game was mostly Alvin Kamara here. Uh, 
Callaway did score one of his touchdowns on a Hail Mary pass like we talked about earlier, but uh, not super reliable. Not super reliable at all. On the Washington football team side, uh, 11 targets for Terry McLaurin, four catches for 46 yards. Didn't have a great day by any stretch. Not what we'd normally see from McLaurin, but I'm not worried about him moving forward. The one I am worried about is Curtis Samuel did leave again with that groin injury. And, you know, he played, he had one target, one carry, and he did have a tackle too. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he definitely reaggravated his injury, and I don't expect to see Curtis Samuel for a while. So they will be smart to sit him down. No tight end, no tight ends here worth talking about in fantasy. You just don't want to roster those guys. Uh, maybe until Logan Thomas comes back. All right, next game: the Chicago Bears twenty to nine over the Las Vegas Raiders. Justin Fields one hundred eleven yards and a touchdown, three carries, four yards, and he had a fumble. Andy Dalton came in with one completion for eight yards. Justin Fields did leave for a moment, uh, but then came right back into the game. Less than 10 fantasy points on for both quarterbacks in this game. But Fields, man, 20 pass attempts in this game. I mean, I'll just, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. Uh, they they ran the ball for most of the game. I guess they're trying to protect the rookie quarterback, but and they got, they got the win. But Justin Fields, man, he's a guy that can stretch the field. They need to open this offense up a little bit more. Uh, run, Derek Carr, 206 yards and interception. The offense just never looked... Uh, just never looked like he was in sync at all. And, you know, it's tough to see. But, uh, you know, hopefully they can get back on track. We need uh, Darren Waller to get back on track. All right, the running back side, the Bears, uh, Damian Williams, if you were the lucky winner of the Damian Williams sweepstakes, 16 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown, three targets, two catches for 20 yards, definitely came through. But Khalil Herbert... 18 carries for 75 yards, did have more carries than Damian Williams, and played three more snaps than Damian Williams. So Khalil Herbert might be a guy people need to pick up and stash on their roster. I think Damian Williams will still be the lead guy. He's He was involved in the passing game when Herbert was not. So, yeah, I'd be looking to stash Herbert. Maybe we'll talk about him on the waiver wire show tomorrow. Josh Jacobs, 15 carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown, five targets, four catches for 19 yards. The only involved running back here uh in this offense so um yeah moving on the bears Allen robinson five cat five targets four catches 32 yards darnell mooney five targets three catches 35 yards when the offense only throws the ball 20 times i mean these receivers it's gonna be very hard for them to produce for fantasy so darnell mooney is the guy that i'm probably gonna sit next week and i'm just gonna wait until chicago passes the ball more so you know it kind of sucks i really want mooney to explode but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen Hunter Renfro, eight targets, six catches, 56 yards. Henry Ruggs, three targets, three catches, 51 yards. Brian Edwards, five targets, two catches for 22 yards. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big uh, dumpster fire receiver in this game. So, um, yeah, and even at tight end, man, it's kind of rough. It's kind of rough, too. Horstead get, did get a touchdown, but he only had one target, one catch for two yards. So, uh, not looking his way at all. Darren Waller, eight targets, four catches, 45 yards. The target count's still there. Uh, you know, he's had seven or more targets in every game this season. And, you know, I'm not worried. He does have a nice stretch of games coming up. So I'm not worried about Darren Waller. I just need 
Derek Carr to to get back on track and play a little bit better than he was in this one. All right, let's move on to this crazy, crazy game. The Chargers getting the 47-42 win over the Cleveland Browns. Justin Herbert is, man, let me just read you this style real quick. 398-4, and four, a two-point conversion, four carries, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Herbert, I mean, this team, I think right now, is a deep playoff contending team right now. I think right now they are they are a better football team than the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to put that out there. The Chiefs did not look good last night. Herbert looked solid. Solid. 398 yards, four touchdowns, 42.8 full PPR fantasy points. Looked looked awesome. Looked awesome. Baker Mayfield, 305 yards and two touchdowns. Did have two carries for eight yards and a fumble. He looked okay, um, but uh, certainly not um, what you want out of a starting quarterback. But he's definitely streamable moving forward. On the Charger side, running the running back, 17 carries, 66 yards and two touchdowns for Austin Eckler. Five receptions for 53 yards and another touchdown. Dude had an awesome day. This game, this game smashed the over, and a lot of the fantasy options in this game hit big time. Okay. Austin Eckler was definitely right there. And then on the other side, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb separated by one fantasy point in full PBR leagues. Kareem Hunt had a solid day, 61 yards and two scores. Nick Chubb, 161 yards and a score. Uh, they're both get it done in different ways, but you can definitely start both of them every single week, uh, no matter the matchup. So, um, I'll be looking to start both those guys and recommend starting both those guys the rest of the season. Uh, the Chargers side, Mike Williams had himself a, oh man, I am still, he's still running from that long touchdown, the both long touchdowns that he had. 16 targets here, eight catches, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. Mike Williams is the wide receiver, two on the season, and he is showing it, man. 36.5 full PPR fantasy points, played out of his mind, was open on a couple deep touchdowns. Uh, Keenan Allen, nine targets, six catches for 75 yards. Uh, Mike Williams is is the number one in this offense. Keenan Allen is, is kind of the two now, which is weird because of where he got them in drafts. So, um, but Mike Williams is is balling and it's awesome. Uh, on the Brown side, the receiver receiving options here. The only one I want to talk about is Odell Beckham. Three targets, two catches for twenty yards. Still not involved, man. And Odell Beckham is not the guy he once was. And you know it's tough to see it. But uh, yeah, time to adjust some. Actually, the time to adjust expectations was a while ago, but people still wanted to believe in that. So. I mean, I kind of bought in a little bit when he had that good first game this season, but you know, I'm I'm starting to lean away from him now, uh, even more than I was before. Uh, at the tight end position, David Njoku, seven targets, seven catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown. Did have that long touchdown that he broke off, but he looked good, man. He looked good. Austin Hooper had a two point conversion, and that's it. No targets in the passing game. I don't really know what the say here man one week it's hooper one week it's Njoku. one week it's it'll be harrison bryant so just probably punt tight end at this on this team and and don't, i would not be picking up david Njoku. i'm not chasing that 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 performance all right after last week's game uh jared cook three targets one catch for 29 yards now we wanted to see after a 19 point fantasy outing last week but uh 
Yeah, you could probably still stream him moving forward, especially if Herbert's going to be this on fire. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of frustrating to see a guy be that inconsistent. All right, let's move on to the next one. Arizona Cardinals staying undefeated, 17-10 to over the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance gets his first start in this one, 192 yards passing and interception. He did have 16 carries for 89 yards. So you can definitely see what this the type of offense they're going to run with Trey Lance in the game. 16 carries and 29 pass attempts for Trey Lance. I think better days are ahead. This is a good defense, but, you know, he looked uh, he looked all right, man. And that read option game is looking is looking pretty strong. Uh, Kyler Murray, on the other hand, 239 yards and a touchdown. He had seven carries for one yard and two fumbles. So a really an off day for Kyler Murray. Um, he's still the quarterback five on the season, but he, uh, he definitely let man- fantasy managers down in this one. Uh, having his worst game of the season. All right, the return of Elijah Mitchell, uh, if you can really call it a return. But uh, nine carries, 43 yards. He did catch two balls for 19 yards. Kyle Juszczyk is involved in this offense. Three three catches for 35 yards. Trey Sermon, after having, uh, after having 19 carries in week four against the Seattle Seahawks, he saw one carry. Uh, played 3% of the snaps. Man, I don't know what to do with Sermon, man. You have to. I, I, actually, I know what to do. You have to hold him. You have to hold him. I talked about this earlier in this episode. You have to hold running backs right now, man. You cannot be dropping running backs that are even a little bit involved in the offense because, as you've seen, injuries are happening every single week. So you have to hold him. You can't bench him unless there's an injury, or you can't play him unless there's an injury. So. All right, on the Cardinals side, James Conner, 10 carries, 29 yards, and the touchdown. Chase Edmonds, 6 carries, 15 yards, 4 targets, 3 catches for 19 yards, and a fumble. Yeah, Chase Edmonds, uh, you know, I mean, neither one of the running backs played really well today. They only scored 17 points, so uh, Kyler Murray's off. The whole offense is off, so... Um, the only player that wasn't off on the Cardinals was DeAndre Hopkins. Six catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. That touchdown was unreal. DeAndre Hopkins is still that dude, man. Uh, Rondell Moore popped off a little bit. Three carries, 38 yards. Five catches, 59 yards. Didn't score, but looked pretty solid. Debo Samuel on the other side. One carry for 13 yards and a touchdown. Three three receptions for 58 yards. Brandon Ayuk, I thought, would be a guy who could step in for George Kittle, but only four targets, two catches for 32 yards. Brandon Ayuk is close to being droppable, but I'm still going to keep him because it's Brandon Ayuk, and I'm still holding out hope, but uh, it's not looking good so far. Uh, Max Williams on the Cardinals side, it's not looking good injury-wise, man. It looked like he, uh, I think it might be an ACL tear, but again, I'm not a doctor at all, so don't take what I say uh, on the medical front. Um, unless I have more facts for you, okay? But uh, everything I'm seeing so far is that it's not good, and it could be season-ending. So, which sucks, because he was starting to come on a little bit and produce in this offense 17 points last week, a 16-point game in week two. Like, he was he was playing pretty well, but uh, sad to see this happen to him. Hopefully, he gets better soon. Okay, Dallas Cowboys 44, Giants 20. Uh, Dak Prescott, 302 yards and three touchdowns, did have an interception, two carries for six yards, had a fumble. But 20 fantasy points is good uh, for Dak Prescott. I'll take that. Uh, On the other side, Daniel Jones leaves with a concussion and is in concussion protocol, so keep an eye on that. He was, I believe, Justin's start of the week, or it might have been my start of the week. I know he was the start of the week on this podcast, so 
Sucks to see him go out with an injury. Mike Glennon steps in and goes for 196 and one. Did have two interceptions and a fumble. So Glennon, I mean, this whole Giants team, we're going to talk about it when we get down to the running backs, uh, which we'll do right now. Saquon Barkley leaves with an ankle injury. It looks pretty serious. Might be a couple weeks on Saquon's side. The swelling was nasty on that one. Uh, Devonta Booker stepped in, 16 carries, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Had 20 fantasy points, but uh, actually had two touchdowns. He had a receiving touchdown as well, so he might be a waiver wire pickup this. He's probably going to be a waiver wire pickup this week for sure because everyone else in this offense is either hurt or not producing at all for fantasy. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 110 yards and a touchdown. Did have two receptions for a touchdown as well. Uh, that's a, it's a good Ezekiel Elliott game, man. Uh, Tony Pollard, flex-worthy in pretty much every game. 14 carries, 75 yards, four catches, 28 yards. Did have a fumble, but still flex-worthy in this one and moving forward. Um Receiving side, Kadarius Tony on the Giant for the Giants had seven, sorry, had seven rushing yards, thirteen targets, ten receptions, hundred eighty nine yards. Did get ejected for throwing a punch, so hopefully that guy can get his act together because he had a breakout game here, and uh, I'd be willing. I'm looking to pick him up this week too. So first round pick for the Giants actually coming through, which was you know. <laughs> going to be helpful for Gettleman's case for keeping his job. So on the uh, Cowboy side, C.D. Lamb, six targets, four catches, 84 yards and a touchdown. Amari Cooper, three catches, 60 yards and a touchdown. You know, both receivers played well, man. Uh, it's good to see C.D. Lamb get close to the 20-point mark, and, uh, you know, love to see it. Dalton Schultz, six catches, 79 yards. Did not score a touchdown, but was definitely usable in fantasy and is the tight end three overall uh, moving forward. So or he's a tight end three overall through week five and will probably be a top five tight end moving forward as well. Dalton Schultz has definitely earned that uh, that recognition. Evan Ingram, four targets, four catches, 55 yards. Not a whole lot else going on, man, uh, on the receiving side. The Giants need to get healthy in the worst possible way. All right. The Sunday night football game, Buffalo getting the 38-20 to win over the Kansas City Chiefs. This game with that hour-long rain delay at halftime, that was tough, man. That was tough. I fell asleep a couple times waiting for that game to come back on. And, um, yeah, it was late into the night on the East Coast. Uh, Josh Allen, that dude is a stud. 315 yards, three touchdowns. He had 11 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Gotta love it. 36.5 fantasy points for Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, 272 and two. Two interceptions, did have a fumble as well. He had eight carries for 61 yards, so good day for Mahomes, even in a bad, even on a technically bad day for the offense. Uh, Mahomes is still a guy that you know, you're absolutely starting no matter what. So, um, yeah. All right, Zach Moss, 11 carries, 37 yards, three catches, 55 yards, had a solid day. Devin Singletary, not as involved, and uh, it came through for fantasy. Uh, a pretty disappointing day. On the running back side for the Chiefs, uh, Edwards Hilaire, uh, left this game with a knee injury and, you know, we'll need to see what happens. Uh, he, he did walk off the field under his own power, which is encouraging, but we're gonna have to keep an eye on this very closely. Damien, uh, Daryl Williams could be, um, uh, a, a waiver wire target for us on tomorrow's show. 
So we'll look for some more information before we really give any definite recommendations on that one. Receiver position, Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdowns in this game. Stefan Diggs, five targets, two catches, 69 yards. Really not involved, which was odd, very odd. Uh, Cole Beasley, not involved either. Two targets, one catch for five yards. But uh, Dawson Knox is a guy I really want to talk about. We'll talk about him in a second. Let me pump the brakes. Chiefs side, Tyreek Hill. Again, another injury to this offense. Uh, had a bunch of drops in this one, too. He left with a possible knee injury. So, you know, we'll kind of see. Uh, we'll see what happens with him, man. Hopefully he's fine moving into week six. Miko Harbin, 12 targets, 9 catches, 76 yards. He actually played pretty good, man, but I'm not buying it yet. Uh, he hasn't been super productive all year, um, but he might be on my radar. I'll, leave, I'll at least put it there. I'll at least say he's on my radar. But um, And maybe you have to pick him up this week just because of the the offense that he's in. But, uh, you know, I'm not super excited about it. Okay. All right, tight end side, Dawson Knox, four targets, three catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown. Dawson Knox is a guy I talked about weeks ago as a guy you need to pick up and start, and he's been coming through every single week and producing at a high level. Travis Kelsey, 10 targets, six catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Bill's defense had 17 fantasy points against the Kansas City Chiefs, so very shocked to see that. That's the full week of games. Actually, we have Monday Night Football tonight the Ravens, and the Indianapolis Colts. That's going to do it for me, guys. Uh, go ahead and follow the show on all of our social media accounts. Links are in the description below. Let us know. Like, review, comment, interact with us on social media. I'll have the Monday Miracles posting tonight. What do you all need to win tonight? Good luck in the rest of week five. We'll see you tomorrow on the waiver show. See ya.